BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with Oliver Kramer, co-founder of Dos Toros. Hi, Lindsay. What's up, Oliver? How's it going? Good, how are you? I am great. I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited to have you here. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How old are you and where are you from? So I'm 32 years old, born and raised in Northern California mm-hmm. in Berkeley. Grew up there eating and loving burritos mm. with my older brother, Leo. And so we decided that there should probably be really good burritos outside of the Bay Area. Not that there aren't already of other variations, but not the mission style foil wrapped kind that we grew up on. And so. We wanted to share that love and bring that food to the rest of the country. We started with New York. I love it. How come you didn't start with uh, NorCal? People ask that question. Mm. There, there already are so many great places in NorCal. Mm. We had to kind of, it's kind of sad. We had to leave the place that we grew up and love because we had to bring it to somewhere. That's that happy. That That's happen. not sad. No, yeah, but just that. Spreading the, the love of your hometown. Totally. It's an homage to the Bay Area. For sure. And what is your current relationship status? My current, thank you for just jumping right in there. My current relationship status is uh, single. Cool. As of about, I guess, six, seven months ago. Okay. Were you in a uh, long-term relationship? I think for New York. For New York. Long-term relationship. So three months? Anything over 12 months (laughs) in New York, I consider a long-term relationship. So it was, yeah, like just over a year, year and a half. Cool. And are you back in the game dating or are you still you know in the healing situation yeah i'm I'm back in the game i mean Mm -hmm. whatever that means i go on dates every now and then Mm. i've been on the apps a little bit i think what are some of your favorite apps i mean hinge is the app i think kind of yeah makes the most sense to me and for me for sure i was on that app raya briefly But I actually deleted it off my phone. Yeah, I did too, actually. You did? I did. Well, I'm in a relationship now, so that was ultimately That's the reason. The um, but Fair. but when I were when I was single, I, uh, I despised the Raya app because I felt that it was like a cesspool of like incestual, like everyone like is it an influencer or like a photographer or a model, and it's like. I don't totally. know, it kind of gets boring after a while. Yeah, I feel like maybe a little bit of a lack of real substance. Mm. And not to anyone that's on the platform, good, yeah. good for them. And good I'm, for sh- them. I'm sure a lot of people have had great relationships. Yeah, I actually, I will say my friend met his girlfriend on Raya and they're wonderful. But that's the rare, that's the exception, I would say, for sure. Totally. And yeah, the hinge and the friends of friends thing makes more sense. But at the same time, yeah. I, I don't think it's like super taboo. I don't have any philosophical problems with the apps. Mm-hmm. But I do feel that it's 
it's not super healthy just to have like the opportunity to see that many sort of people mm-hmm. in front of you in a 10 minute period. Right. And it really just kind of weakens and lessens uh, the actual like process and excitement of meeting somebody for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it like, I don't know, like too technological and too kind yeah, of fast. I know what you mean. It doesn't feel super real. But at the same time, you know, especially for someone as busy as you probably are, it's not that easy to meet someone in person. Correct. I get, yeah, I yeah. guess. So it's, I mean, it is super easy and super convenient using the apps, but it's, I think it just kind of, it's not good for your brain. I think. Yeah, I know what you mean. Too much, like, stimulation. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But I think great relationships can come from it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I don't think, like, it's, like, something people shouldn't say if they happen to meet on one of the apps. They should, like, try to come up with a story or something. Right. Do you have a typical type or, you know, some kind of person that you gravitate towards in in dating? I think it's evolving. Mm -hmm. As I like to hope that I am evolving. Mm. And first and foremost, it's just connection, mm-hmm. specifically intellectual connection. Obviously, physical attraction needs to be there. And, and right. I think that's, you can assess that pretty quickly. And then mm-hmm. beyond that, like there's just, you, I can tell within five minutes of meeting somebody whether or not I think we're going to have any kind of connection or have yeah, interesting conversation. Right. Curiosity. Mm-hmm. I think just question asking mm-hmm. tells you so much about a person, whether they even ask questions in the first place and then right. what they want to learn about you. Mm-hmm. And so, and if they don't ask questions, that's bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's not not good. Have you ever found yourself not asking questions on a date? No, not really. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I can kind of go the other direction where I monopolize mm. a date where I'm asking too, too many, many questions. questions. I need to create some yeah, space for them to actually try to learn about me. But I just, I think, a general curiosity and, and desire to be learning, right? In for individual in a relationship together separately. Mm-hmm. And I think that in some of my dates recently, I've, I'm realizing that some of, not all, but some of the younger people I've gone out with, mm-hmm. like they're, I'm like terrified of like screens basically. Right. And what they're doing to us, what, mm-hmm. what they're doing to myself. Right. Like I like, I know people that like delete Instagram Monday through Friday and right, then like download right. it again on the of weekend. Course, like that, of course. <laughs> just that, that kind of stuff, uh-huh. that kind of behavior. And uh, I'm trying to just like read a lot yeah. more. And yeah. I'm looking to spend time with somebody that has kind of similar desires. It sounds like dating too young is not working for you. If Correct. I and I, ha- I haven't been. It's yeah. not like... No, of course. But, um, but I think that's because these people who are like, you know, born after 2000 are like truly born in a screen almost. Like their whole life is the phones and the computers. Whereas like, you know, I'm 28, you're 32. Like we grew up and we weren't allowed to get a phone until like, you know, end of middle school. Right. And but yeah. I don't even necessarily think it's the younger, I mean, definitely I agree right. with that, but you know, I was, I was having first. coffee with somebody who, mm. you know, like in their fifties mm. and like, they were like on their phone the whole time. No. Yeah. And they were like trying to show me stuff part of the time. And they're like, Oh, like I got like a message. Memes? No, I don't know if they're, they're yeah. trash, but they were just certain people, I think, are... are yeah, and it, do that or they so don't. it's so powerful and it's so distracting. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, I find myself doing it, too, so I'm not, like, pointing any fingers. But no, I'm course. trying to not. Of I'm course. trying to spend less time on my screen and more time uh, in real interactions with people. Yeah, and it's, it's actually funny that you say that because a lot of these, like, influencer-type, like, men or women 
you the assumption is that if you date someone like that, they're going to be on their phone all the time. But it's so funny because I have a friend who's like very anti influencers and he ended up dating one of like, you know, the biggest influencers. Now they're very happy together. Hmm. And I was like very taken aback when I heard about it. But that, because I'm thinking like, you know, is he like an Instagram boyfriend? Is he taking photos for her? Is he, you know, like, cause that must make him miserable, right? I've seen that movie. But then I spent time with them in person and she didn't take her phone out once. And I was really impressed. Do you think she was just trying to make a good impression on you? Maybe. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Uh, that's maybe. amazing. But you know what I mean? It's, so like, it's, well, maybe when you one doesn't equal the other, I guess. Right. And when it actually is your profession, when you take right. it that seriously. Then you put it away, maybe. Right. And that, I mean, that's another telltale sign is when I'm out on a date, whether or not somebody's just like, seems distracted or is looking at their screen. Obviously, look, if you've got someone you're meeting up with later or like sure. you're see some friends and like, you don't want to be rude. Like you have to like, make sure you're not like bailing on people or, or not communicating. Right. But, but you can vocalize that. You, you can. can be like, let me just shoot a text to this person I'm meeting after so they don't think I'm dead. That's a thing. Right. Or like when I'm you know, having a conversation with someone, I'm like, that's a great point. I'm going to pull out my phone to literally take a note. Oh, I and do I, that I, all the time. I try to show them. I do that all the time. Make sure they see that I'm Yeah, when someone app. brings up like that new Netflix documentary they watched. Right. Um, someone actually just did it. It's some documentary called Swiped about dating apps. Oh. And I immediately took out my phone to write down that documentary. And I was like, I hate myself. Like, I wish I had a handy dandy notebook, you know, or like, like a Google blues, blues glass or something. You just like speak to you. I know. But I think that. that but that's even out. more toolish. <laughs> I completely um, agree. <laughs> what is your birthday? Oliver? January 10th. You're 86. a Capricorn. I'm a Cap. Wow. Do you feel like you identify with a Capricorn? Have you ever looked into that? Very, very casually and briefly. I've. I think, you know, what do they say about Capricorns? Really? They say they're very ambitious, very hardworking, that they absolutely need like a structure and they're a bit controlling, but they also have like a dry sense of humor. They um, are really loyal to their friends and they're really good at advice. I'm, um, that sounds right. Really? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I like to think I'm really hardworking. Yeah. And uh, pretty ambitious and very loyal friend. No, that's a... Uh, Yes, mm -hmm. I agree with that. But I, I do. I'm not going Forgot to mention that. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> I don't. I, the whole, all this, the science and stuff. I'm, mm -hmm. I reflexively kind of cringe a little yeah, bit, of and I just kind of like find myself kind of like fearing. But yeah, I know that people do take them, think they're really interesting. And it's you know, it's just another perspective. It's which it's is more positive. about spirituality, right? Like, trust me, I have a dad, and he's like, that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> But for me, it's more about like trying to learn who a person is. I don't think that Capricorn is your identity. I think it's part of it though, for sure. Fair, and just to be clear, mm -hmm. it means that when I was born, the earth was in a certain position with the- The earth, the water, the moon, and the air. It was like, it was like that was a screenshot and the way that everything affected you um, made up your zodiac chart which Capricorn is just a sliver of. You also have your rising sign, your moon sign, oh. your Venus sign, your Mercury, your Mars, your Pluto. All the planets. Even your Uranus. Pluto? Pluto yep. Pluto's not a planet anymore, though. Uh, Pluto is still um, <laughs> factoring into your zodiac chart. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And actually, you should download this app called uh, CoStar. I, they don't sponsor me. I actually think that 
it's really good. So if I pull out on my phone right pull now. Pull out your phone and download it, be... it. No, no. People are used to, listeners are used to this. Okay. We, um, we really try to delve into who you are and what influences you to What's be What's your that. sign? I'm a Libra. So um, we're okay. actually super different. Wow. People um, love this app, by the way. People do. Yeah. How do you know? 15.8 thousand oh, yeah, yeah, five yeah. stars. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so you're saying you're Libra. I'm a Libra, um, but I actually have a Capricorn moon. So that probably means nothing to you because you just don't know like about what that means. But I'll tell you, mm. um, deep down at my core, I am a Capricorn. Out facing, mm. outward facing, I'm a Libra. So it's very possible that you're Capricorn with a Capricorn moon, which would make you full on Capricorn. But it's also very possible okay. that you'd be completely something else at your core, which you'll find out when you ask your mom what time you were born and you plug it into CoStar and you figure it out. Okay. So that'll be enlightening. I'll let you know. Um, also something to note, if you do that later, um, or I might actually monitor you and make sure you do it at the end of this episode, <laughs> um, men are typically most attracted to their moon signs. So let's say your moon sign's an Aquarius, then mm. you'd be attracted to Aquarius women. So next time you're on a date and someone brings up astrology, don't be scared and horrified. I'll ask them what their moon sign is. There you go. And they'll be like, oh my God, exactly. you really know about this exactly. stuff. Exactly. Then I'll whip out the co-star app. Exactly. Yeah. They'll be shook. <laughs> and I'll be like, this is holy the joke. <laughs> not serious. Though. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt, but wedding season is very much upon us. I personally have nine weddings this year. It's ridiculous, but I'm not complaining because weddings are so much fun. And speaking of weddings, one of my favorite things to do is help my friends with their wedding websites because it's really exciting. You can get super creative. And the best one that I always recommend to everyone is Zola. I'm sure you guys have heard of it, Z-O-L-A. Basically, you go to Zola.com and you can plan your wedding website and like the whole thing basically for free. If you use Zola, it just takes like minutes to set up and you can choose from all these different types of designs for the website itself, which is really cool. And you can build your dream registry. So that's amazing. I mean, everyone wants a registry like What's better than that? It's all in one place. You can get $50 off your registry if you use our unique code, which is just going to Zola.com slash Acme. So Z-O-L-A dot com slash Acme. You will get $50 off your registry, which is massive. And you know how important it is to save when you're planning for a wedding. So I really think you should check it out. I've been helping my friend Fallon planned for her wedding in May, shout out. And it's just so much fun to be able to do it, first of all, together with your friend, but also on a website like Zola, where it's super easy and really straightforward and just like exciting. So big fan of Zola. Check it out, zola.com slash Acme and message me, DM me, email me if you have any questions at all. All right. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. So what are some, you know, you're dating now and you're meeting these people. What's what's something that, you know, someone could do that's a deal breaker for you kind of right off the bat, if there is one? Right. Well, if you don't like guacamole, mm. we're not going to have a hell of a lot in common. Have you met someone that doesn't like guacamole? Not You'd be joking. surprised. I think there's some people that claim they're allergic. I'm allergic to cilantro. but And lettuce. 
and lettuce, but I can still have a mild guacamole without cilantro. So have you had guacamole from Dos Toros? Of course. We have cilantro in our guac. That's why I had that reaction. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I trace actually amounts, didn't. Just trace um, yeah, no, I didn't because with allergies, um, you can eat something, you know, 12 times that you're allergic to and only have a reaction the 13th time. It's very really? random like that. Yeah. That's terrifying. Unless it's an anaphylaxis, which means you're dead. Mm, but again, there's just really trace amounts of cilantro in our guac okay. for all those. Well, I didn't notice cilantro it. Cilantro. Yeah. Fears. But okay. it's good to know. So, so yes. if they don't like guac, that's, that's deal breaker number one. Right. I mean, just go back to the stuff I was saying before. Somebody that just, like, isn't interested. Mm. Great if you're interesting, but even more so, just be interested and be... Um, curious. Curious. And mm-hmm. that manifests itself in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Not that that's, like, a deal breaker, but I, I do think that sometimes I can go out, go on a date with somebody, and, again, I am a talkative person, mm-hmm. loquacious and I like to, you know, I'm never just going to be sitting there with like both of us kind of staring off into space, nobody really having right. anything to add. But there are times when I feel like I'm kind of doing the work, more of the heavy lifting in terms yeah. of just like conversationally. And I think there's times when I'll, I'll walk away from that date and I'll be like, look, that was fine, but I'm not, I don't want to see this person again. Yeah. And they may think they're like, oh, that was a pretty good date. Right. We just went on. I think that actually happens a lot, especially when you are the general you is the person doing heavy lifting because mm-hmm. that other person comes away feeling like they just had a release because they just talked so much about themselves. <laughs> so it's like a high for them. And they're like, oh my God, that was so great. Whereas they really need to take a step back and think, was I contributing to that? Was he like, you know what I mean? What was the balance there? Right. I mean, I, people I, forget. The best dates I find are the ones where like, we're having almost two to four conversations at once. Right, because there's, there's so much you want to cover. Yeah, yeah, we're just, there's a lot of excitement and a lot of energy, and we're both just kind of uh, trying to learn while interjecting, you know, not interrupting too right, much. But, right, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, of course. Deal breaker-wise, what are, what are your deal breakers? Um, good question. I don't really, I think this is like such an obvious one that you're going to be like, well, duh. But I don't like when people are disrespectful to the waiters and mm. like, it can be very subtle. Like some people can even try to cover up that they're being disrespectful, but I can still be like, no, you're still treating them like your fucking servant or just like not even looking at them, giving them the time of day. Manners are really important to me. So like if I hold the door for someone and they don't say thank you, um, like even now when I do that to my boyfriend and like he doesn't say thank you, I'm like, Hello. Thank me. <laughs> that door didn't because hold itself exactly. open. Exactly. So manners are definitely a deal breaker for me. I hear you on politeness. Yeah. I mean, I work in the hospitality exactly. industry. Exactly. So, so I think it comes very naturally to me. Right. But yeah, when, when I see that, it makes yeah. me cringe a little bit. I would also say like anyone that kind of brags about like money or cars. Yeah. So my deal breakers are, are those. And I just don't like closed minded people. I went on a date with a guy once who told me that I talked like a farmer, which was really weird. Huh? What did you ask him to elaborate on that? I did. He was like, I don't know. You just like remind me of like a girl who like farms. And I was like, (laughs) I just, it was the weirdest thing ever. Um, I was just like, yeah, no. Where do you go from? Because... Not that there's anything wrong with farming. No, farmers. totally. But I just was like, that's such a negative 
because he said it negatively. Like, right. it would have been cool if he was like, you kind of have a farmer vibe. Like, I'm digging it. You know, then I'd be like, yeah, I wish I could farm. But he was such, like, a bad vibe about it and, like, trying to genuinely bring me down about, like, sounding like a farmer mm. um, that I was like, yeah, no, fuck off. Well, um, some people are just negative. Yeah. And just, that's another big deal breaker for me. That's a good point. Right? Yes. Like, and, and more so for guys than for girls, I think. Not to stereotype, but I feel like guys, like, need an, a positive and want a positive woman or man, like, in their life, you know? Hmm. And when they're sitting across the table and it's, like, not like that, the second date usually doesn't happen. Don't both, I don't, I mean, don't both sexes need positivity in their lives? I don't know. I, yeah. It's, it's draining. It's so draining to like spend time with somebody that takes all the energy as opposed to Both giving. sexes do need that, but I've just... If you ask me what, if you were a girl trying to get a guy and you were going on a date and you were like, what can I do tonight to like make sure I get a second date? I would be like, smile bigger than you ever have before and bring your fucking energy. Good advice. Like, bring it up and bring him up mm. and don't talk shit about things and just like be a positive person. Because that's like... The I power... Like, I text my friends yeah. in all caps. The power of positive thinking. It's true. On probably a weekly basis, I send that to somebody. It's true. I actually had a debate with a friend recently about how it's so easy to just be negative. Mm. It doesn't take any vulnerability to be like, this sucks. No, well, it's, it's you're kind of... You keep yourself kind of above yeah. it. Right. You don't, like, you don't open yourself up at exactly. all. Exactly. Like, oh, does, don't you feel like this restaurant sucks? Whereas it takes so much vulnerability to be like, I really, really like this restaurant i really like the way it makes me feel like you're just you're being weird already by saying that oh, well that's know? kind of that's confidence you know that's like yeah. the, it's just because you know yourself right and you know what you like right and you're you know you want to share mm -hmm. those things about yourself and, and that is kind of how you actually start to tell people about yourself and right show vulnerability and, and be open and yeah agreed people they're, they're too afraid people are afraid to, to say what they really like right Agreed. So that's the deal breakers, which is interesting. Um, I wonder, you are the co-founder of Dos Toros, which is a massive company. You know, um, really just a, a humble little burrito shop chain. Yeah, no, not so much anymore. You guys are huge <laughs> and you're really successful. Do you ever question someone's intentions um, when dating you that they, you know, might think that they're, you know. In it for the wrong reasons? Yeah. I mean, not... Really, perhaps I'm a little naive, mm -hmm. but I think I have a lot of personality and a lot. Yeah. And I'm a lot of, I bring a lot of energy and a lot of fun, and I think I can sometimes turn people off because I'm so kind of energetic and 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 I have a lot of personality. Mm. Where somebody who's like just kind of in it for the wrong reasons, right, would want someone who's more like um, quiet subservient and, and like subdued and, and totally, like, totally. And so I think I I do a pretty good job of actually not attracting mm. those type of Good. people around me. You said you have a brother. Is it just the two of you? My bro and I, um, technically, we are uh, the two Toros, but that's a little silly, whatever. The, okay, the Dose Toros. We're the Dose yeah. My older brother, Leo, he's mm -hmm. my best friend, and he's the man. He's 38 years old. Is he married? He's married to my wonderful sister-in-law, Lauren. Awesome. Uh, and they have two kitties, my niece and my nephew. Cute. Lila and Miles, who are six and two. I was hanging out with them on Sunday. Mm. They're How old crazy. Was, was Leo when he got married? They're great. Uh, Leo was 31. Mm. Do you feel pressure to be 
to be married. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't. I wouldn't say I feel pressure to be married. I do. You know, I got some grace. You can see him. I'm 32 years old now. I I know in New York, some people act incredibly young right. at scarily old ages. Mm, or the opposite. Or the opposite. Fair. But I I think I'm definitely like more serious than I used to be in a good way. Yeah. And I'm certainly looking to, you know, find somebody to. Would you make someone your girlfriend who you don't see yourself marrying? No. And that's more of a recent development. Yeah. And I think it's, I'm just trying to be more uh, intentional with Mm -hmm. my time. And it's easy. It's so easy to find somebody that's pretty cool and you get along pretty well and Mm -hmm. everything's pretty great. But at this point, it's, I would be doing myself and this person at this, not that I want to put so much pressure on any relationship from the very beginning. Right. We're like, oh, I don't, I'm only in this with you because I think we could. Right. But I think I'm just trying to be a little more clear eyed mm-hmm. about not putting myself, not, I don't say wasting time because that yeah. sounds kind of negative, but, but not wasting time. Yeah, no, I'm know. with you. Time is the most important thing in the world, to me at least. So if you could dream up like this person that you end up with, Instead of talking about deal breakers, let's talk about like your your favorite like three qualities that you would choose because you can only really choose three at the end of the day. Is that right? Probably two. <laughs> well, hmm. They have to be a, a Golden State Warriors fan. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, sort of kidding. They have Wait, to at least that, indulge that's, that's my SF? viewing. That's the yes. Okay. You know the Warriors. Yeah. Are you a Knicks fan or something? Yeah, I am a Knicks fan. But why does that mean I know the Warriors? Because you're NBA in the same league. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, I know them, sure. Yeah. Let's so. pretend I'm a sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, like I said before, so there's one, there's just a, uh, the intellectual connection mm-hmm. where I need to be with someone that challenges me. Right. And challenges me as in, like, makes me think. Mm-hmm. And that can be small things. Someone's just like, you know what's crazy? Right. Or you know what's interesting? Or right. Just that's constantly not constantly you know it brings something interesting to the day yeah and it's just like fascinated Mm. by the world because the world's a weird fascinating place truly and i want to be able to to that we go both ways it's not always me Mm. uh bringing that um obviously physical chemistry needs to be there i'm a Mm -hmm. uh i'm a physical person Mm -hmm. i'm an athlete i I exercise a lot and i want to be with somebody so you want a model no no just busting your balls no (laughs) let's be very clear not that I, nothing against models, but I don't want to be with, I want to be with somebody that, that maybe looks like a model, but is like a boss. I'm not saying that either. Yeah. Just, just, just somebody, just putting words, somebody that, uh, that likes physical touch and oh yeah. No. As their love language. Yes. Um, yeah. There's five, right? Yeah. Physical touch, gift giving or receiving mm-hmm. words um, of affirmation, words of affirmation, which is my number one. Mm-hmm. What are the other ones? Two others. And we'll look them up. We have words of affirmation, acts of service, mm. physical touch, words of affirmation, and quality time. Well, okay, right. So I think I fall. Yeah, choose three. Can I, okay, I'm going to pick yeah. three of those. I'm certainly going to pick physical, physical touch. touch. I'll pick words of affirmation as mm-hmm. well. I agree with you. And then quality time. Yeah, no, I agree. I think like anyone who chooses other ones of that are bizarre, actually. I think if you pick receiving gifts, You're that's trash. a problem. <laughs> if you pick but receiving if, gifts, if it's in, go if it's be a trophy wife or husband. And if it's number four, yeah, you know there are, there are five of them. Yeah, um, yeah and I think acts of, ser- acts of service are important. But and I will, yeah, you can no. you can get to a place where mm-hmm. you know you have the physical touch and there's words of affirmation and there's quality time. Like there's little things that like it's really helpful and nice when like somebody can do something, do something for, for you, you and like mm-hmm. you, it's so clearly not convenient for them 
and it's right. but they're just doing it just and they're not like they're not doing that expecting then that you can do this other thing they'll do this thing for you right it's just like yeah i got you i think that and maybe this is me being naive but i think the the best relationship is where it's a mix of literally all five of those and you don't really have to choose mm. three sounds good because you're getting and and the receiving gifts by the way could be like you know, getting them flowers every now and then. Totally. It's it doesn't not, have to be Chanel like, this is, yeah, like every a time. Chanel purse, a Birkin <laughs> for every year that we're together. It doesn't have to be like that, but it can be. No, and, and when, you know, flowers. Wouldn't be mad. But, right. <laughs> but that's one, you know, that and the flowers. Right. But things like, you know, and, the accident, and small gifts like flowers do just, again, let somebody know you care. Right. Hey guys, me interrupting again. I hope you're enjoying the episode with Oliver. He is awesome. And he gave me a Dos Toros card. So now I get guac, which is everything and more. But I wanted to really tell you about a new seasonal subscription box that I've been getting every season. It's so incredible. It's called Fab Fit Fun and it retails for $49.99, but it actually would really, it has a value of $200 because everything in the box like would have been really expensive if you had individually bought it, but they put it together for you in a box. If you use my coupon code ACME, A-C-M-E, you get 40% off your first box. You just go to fabfitfun.com and you write Acme at checkout. And I got my first box like two weeks ago. It is so exciting, let me tell you. My favorite things in the box were this really just like so soft scarf. It's called Donnie Tricolor Scarf. I'm obsessed with it. And so many great products for my face. They have hand cream, exfoliating treatments. It, it could not be better. My other favorite thing in the box are all these essential oils that can really help you with cramps with headaches and all of that stuff and honestly it's just so necessary going into 2019 and you know feeling good about yourself having everything come to you in a customizable box I mean what more could you ask for you know it's it's really amazing you know they have tons of products skincare from glam glow they've got dr brand anthropology they've got vince camuto free people michael stars all of these amazing things. They've got beauty blenders. All of this is in your box if you choose it. So seriously, go to fabfitfun.com and use Acme at checkout. You'll get 40% off your first box. And let me know what you think and what's in yours. Is your, when you think of your, you know, future, do you think of being kind of in a power couple? Do you want someone who like stays at home and takes care of the kids? Has this, cro- like, has this thought ever crossed your mind? You know, I haven't spent that much time thinking on that. I think I definitely wouldn't want to be with somebody that just spends all their time at home. Right. While I'm out, do I don't know what. But what if they you have kids and someone needs to do that? Kids, don't the kids go to school? Kids not go to school. when they're born. I, ideally, they're not born and walk out of the door to school <laughs> with a bag. Like these, they grow up so fast these days. <laughs> they might, but there's like at least three years where someone's got to be home. Can I be completely honest? Yeah. If I had it my perfect way, yeah. For those first three years, we both Get- we both be home together with the kids. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, and I would be working. But you don't think that would drive you fucking nuts being home together? I would love to like eventually go back to school. And, like, just spend my time, like, attending lectures and maybe taking, like, a computer science programming course and, like, hanging out with my kids. Do you Until have they time go to school to do that? and then, yeah. 
no right now. Right. <laughs> but I also don't have kids. Right. Totally. <laughs> right, right now. So. But you wouldn't be intimidated by a woman who either makes more money than you or has, you know, a bigger, I don't know, role than you. Certainly not. Mm-hmm. I, no, I don't, I don't see that. I, I want to be with somebody that's doing something that they're passionate about mm-hmm. and that animates them. I'm really, really fortunate that, right, that I'm doing something that I'm super passionate about. I, and I, I just like, and every day I just like wake up excited mm-hmm. to go to work and interact with my brother and mm. Helena and our wonderful team. And like, I, I just want to be with somebody that's also excited about what they're doing and mm. their direction in their life. Cause I think that like bleeds over into everything. I agree. So then would it maybe be a turnoff for you? If you went on a date with someone, everything's clicking, um, but they are at a stage in their life where they don't know what they want to do. They're not really doing anything because they're trying to figure out what their passion is. So that's okay. Mm -hmm. If I find out that that same person isn't reading anything Mm. and is just like watching show after show after show on Mm. Netflix or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And like, they're like, they can't find their passion, but like, they're not actually engaging with the world. Right. Then that would be a huge problem. What if it's really good shows on Netflix? So I watch shows. I love shows. Yeah. Everyone loves shows. But you can watch a show. You can have a show. You can have two shows at the same time. Right. But there's the kind of mindset, which is just like a default. Like I get home from work and like the screen goes on Mm -hmm. and I'd like tune out. Right. And like, and that's... But only after you've been working. What's that? But only after you've been working. Right. But like, you wouldn't like someone that does that all the day. All even, day. even if after you've been working, I don't like that so much. Oh, okay. I'm saying you can, you can have a thing that you like to watch. Right. But you know, I, I just, I've been reading a heck of a lot. A hell of a all lot. All right. I, you brought up reading a lot. Let's, let's hear what you're reading. Okay. So right now I'm reading Homo Deus. Okay. Which is by uh, Harari. Yuval Harari, which is that guy that wrote Sapiens. Mm-hmm. And then he just wrote the 21 r- Rules for the 21st Century or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fascinating. Terrifying. So you like nonfiction. I read fiction. I just read All the Light You Cannot See. Oh, I haven't Have read, read that, no. So it won the Pulitzer, I oh, believe. Shit. Uh, so I recommend it. Mm. I, I was going to start it years ago. And then I was like, this is fiction. Would you like, judge know. someone based on what they do read if they if they read, or you're just happy I'm they mu- read? <laughs> I'm much more going to judge someone based on whether or not they're doing it okay. than what they're actually picking up and, okay. and consuming. Okay, great. I just read a really interesting book called Shogun, okay. which I've actually got my friends to start reading. We've, we've what is it about? It's about 16th century Japan, and it's about a British sailing, a, sh- a pilot of a ship, and he gets oh. ship- shipwrecked in Japan, mm. and it's about samurai culture. And it's super psychological. Sounds, and it's about the yeah. European interaction with that and the the Protestants versus the Catholics and how they infiltrated uh, Asia and that area. It's deeply fascinating and, like, pretty badass. Sounds like something my roommate, who is also a Capricorn, would love. She just read Les Mis. Oh. However, I am a murder mystery loving basic bitch reader. Reader. Reader's the key thing there. Right. What, are you, what, what have you read recently? So the last book I read was The Wife Between Us. The book that I read before that was The Couple Next Door. You see the, um, <laughs> you see the pattern here? The, woman, the, the book I'm reading now is The Woman in the Window. Who's the same author or different authors? All different authors. I hate the book I'm reading right now. I'm so sorry if you are the author or know her. It's, you know why I don't like it? Because I don't like the main character. Has that ever happened to you? That's a problem. So... Sure. What do you do? Do I continue reading this book? So let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I, if you're reading something, resentful. if you're reading something and you don't like it, 
just put it down and never look at it again. We're not in school anymore. Yeah. Like you don't have to read this and report on it. You don't like, I think that's, that's one problem is people feel guilty. There's someone, someone gives them a book and they're like, Oh, I love this. Right. Then you pick it up and you're like, I don't like it at all. Right. And you're like, well, what's wrong with me? I need to, I need to like rack it in your brain. You're like, why? I feel I should, like something's wrong with me. Right. And that's just not the truth at my all. My mom loved it. My best friend loved it. That's okay. I hate it. Well, you're not them. Yeah. And life's too short. Right. As your time. We're talking about... You're right. And so if you're reading something you don't think is interesting, just put it down and find something else. You're right. What if you're in a book club? My book club meets tonight at my apartment, actually. Mm. And you don't like the book that you're supposed to read for the book club? So that hasn't is happened that yet. That hasn't happened yet. But, uh, but you know, what if? That's too good of a question. I don't know. Right. Right. You got to uh, read Spartans? it. Otherwise, you got to... <laughs> Yeah, you got to fake it till you make high it for the somehow, next book so. club meeting. Right. So, have you ever slid into someone's DMs and um, <laughs> nice segue. And would you be receptive if you got a DM? So, funny story. Yes. Mm-hmm. And to which? Yes. Oh. To both. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had a date tomorrow night with a girl whose DMs I no. slid into. <laughs> so, what was it about her profile that made you want to slide? I knew her. I was kind of a friend of a friend that I knew tangentially, mm-hmm. but I didn't have her phone number or anything. Mm-hmm. And so I texted my friend in common. And I was like, hey, is so-and-so single? Mm. She was like, yeah. And I was like, what do you think? She was like, go for it. Mm. And so I fully DM'd her. Can I see her profile? I won't say anything about it or reveal it. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I need a visual. She's awesome looking and she looks intelligent. She's She's cool. So... I'm not gonna, without giving anything away, what I've noticed immediately from the profile of the girl whose DMs you slid in was that it wasn't just photos of her posing. It was specifically not just that. So- But but a little bit of that. Yeah, I mean, you gotta see the face every now and then. (laughs) But, (laughs) what? This is funny. But I feel like you, and like, you know, you're the kind of guy that a lot of our listeners would probably wanna date. So I think it's really revealing and interesting that you wouldn't necessarily want to date someone who's posting pictures of themselves alone posing. I think that's correct. Look, I, I, I've got selfies. Yet, yet I've got selfies. Re- yeah, I posted yet a selfie. the reason that girls post these pictures alone posing is for getting a guy like you. Yet Is that true? Yes. Are you sure? I know it because I am that girl. <laughs> like, I do the posing pictures hoping for, like, a great guy to see them and, like, slide into my DMs. Well, you know, maybe I'm just old-fashioned. I don't know. I, yeah. No, I think that's really interesting. Like, I think... I think there's also, there's, like, this... I don't know if it's like a video or there's this move or like it's kind of like it's like a selfie where you're kind of rotating mm. the phone, like looking at it from like doing like kind of a... Like a boomerang? Like maybe it's like kind of a duck face thing. Oh, like, you don't like the duck face. And I'm like, I don't understand right. what this is. Yeah. It feels like it's from a different... What about like generation. a girl who makes like a story of her talking to the camera? Like, hey guys, I just left Pilates. I'm walking to... Uh, who kitchen to get a smoothie? I thought it was a Hugh kitchen. I don't really know. <laughs> Just being like, every day? Yeah. That's bad. Okay. We were talking about the screen stuff before. Right, Anyone that's right, kind right. of, that, but look, I get that kind of to the, talk to the journal, like you're yeah. trying to photo journalize your life right, or whatever right. it's called. But I think I'm, I'm right. not super personally in it, but I get people do it Yeah. and, and it, it's fine. And that's how a lot of people engage with their friends and how you keep right. people up to date with what's going on and right. everyone's and it's not like it's not social it's super social yeah. but that's not totally not my, my speed okay so 
I just like, I'm sorry. I know I keep interrupting, but it's really important for me to tell you about one of the best apps that's I've had for years now, and it's called Poshmark. And I make so much money from Poshmark. Actually, I've made over $2,000, which is pretty lit and pretty legit because I've been selling all my clothes on Poshmark for years, like my old rag and bone jeans or my reformation dresses that I wear to a wedding and then have Instagram too many times in so I need to sell or just like all of my clothes that I don't want and you know, the ones that I'm not donating, I sell them and I actually do it through Poshmark, which they make it so easy for you, it's insane. Basically, all you do is you take a picture of what you're selling, you put it up on Poshmark, and then someone buys it, and they Poshmark sends you a shipping label that's already paid for. So all you have to do is print it out, put it on a box, and the, that's literally all you have to do, ship it out. I like to write a nice note to the people I'm sending it to. It's so wonderful. It's so easy to make money and to make people happy by selling your stuff and to make your closet happy by not having as many things in it. My invite code is L-I-N-D-Z-M-E-T-Z. So Lynn's Mets with Z's essentially. And if you use my code, you get $5 off your first purchase. So it's just Lynn's Mets, L-I-N-D-Z-M-E-T-Z, which is my username on there. So add me as a friend, check out my closet and Let me check out yours. So I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. And um, they have all the best, coolest brands. So I think you will. All right, back to the show. So where, you don't have to tell me about this girl specifically tomorrow, but what's the design for this date that you get a date with someone? Where are you taking them? Are you taking them for drinks or is it dinner? Do you like to go against the grain and be like, oh, let's, you know, go ice skating for the first date? Or is it just standard? Well, I'm not standard. Mm. The date may be, I think a first date is very much just like general chemistry, Mm -hmm. learning about each other. Do we get along? It's like a bar having a drink somewhere not really loud or Mm. crazy where like we can actually hear each other. Right. And we can both like have seats Mm -hmm. as opposed to like being like crowded out at a bar somewhere. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, for me, a typical uh, first date. Right. Just, like, learning about each other. So you're having a drink. If the date's going well, are you going to ask, you know, her to dinner on the date? So, I'm glad you asked that. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Not to put too much pressure on tomorrow night's drink date. But I already floated there. I was like, drinks and potentially dinner. Uh, Because I... was Anyway, the point is that I completely... I would... If a drink date is going well... Right. I don't want to stop hanging out. Right. It's going really well. But often I'll just be like, we'll have a couple of drinks and I'll send myself home and go to bed. Right. I had a, dr- I had a date once, like a few years back, and uh, it was drinks and then it turned into dinner. Mm. And then I never heard from him again. This is nothing. Turkey. Nothing. Cold turkey. Wow. Um, what, well, what then did why, you, what then did you well, do? Nothing. <laughs> no, but then kidding. why did he turn it into dinner, you know? I, How, I, did, were you to feeling, be brutally did you feel honest like vibes were really good? I didn't think they were really good, but I thought they were fine. I think that maybe he was interested enough to get dinner or was hungry. I was going to say maybe he yeah. was really <laughs> hungry. Yeah. And then by the end, he was like, yeah, no. Um, you know, whatever happened in between the drinks and dinner. Um, or he had already made up his mind and, and was just simply hungry. Right. Right. I think there's also, there's a thing where you can, where I think, you know, ghosting, I think, is basically a bad thing. I agree. And I think it's cowardly. I, I used to do it. but And like, it makes you feel bad. 
And like yeah. just sending someone a text being like, hey, even just a text back, quick text message. Right. Hey, it was great meeting you. I'm not totally feeling it. Right. Just trying to be honest. Right. And I didn't want to ghost. Well, that would truly break my heart, honestly. Like, I know that sounds dumb because, like, that's the right thing to do. But I need you to lie to me a little bit. Like, don't ghost me, but definitely don't tell me you're not feeling me, you know? I would need you to say that, like, your mind's elsewhere, you're still not over your ex, or something of that nature. Well, those things are all probably true. Yeah, so just give me one of them. Fair. You know? Don't just tell me you're not really feeling me, because then I'm going to go fucking, like, Curious George on you, and I'm going to be like, but why? Like, what specifically turned you off? Because, like, I would love to know for the future. I wouldn't say that, because that would be so painful to to get an answer to. (laughs) But that's where my head would go, you know? I'd be like, so what did I do? Right. But I'd rather you tell well, that, me that's, that's the kind you. of behavior that probably makes guys ghost in the first place. And I, I don't. No, you're probably right. And I don't. You're probably right. But I think that there's a thing where if, especially for someone that's, you know, like I said before, I'm in my 30s now and I'm I'm not trying to have a girlfriend that I don't think could be serious, you know, right. long, long-term material. And if I don't feel, if I think I have a good time with somebody, I don't totally feel that. I don't, if I don't feel that strongly, mm. it's, I guess, easier to, to just like to, to disengage right but then it's wrong because ghosting's bad you know it's it tough bad. it's tough I think there. you can ghost only if you haven't met them yet like that's like you're saying like you're like hinge chatting with somebody and then you just yeah ghosting. or just, like you're you go from hinge to text and then the text never happens you I mean the date never happens you can ghost that person you have not met them I feel like it's that's not even the ghosting because there's nothing yeah yeah that you can let that fizz the way that conversations can happen between people especially on the app like hinge and then it just like goes to Turkey mm. really quickly. I feel like it's bad and like it yeah. creates bad habits in people and yeah. like just makes everyone quicker to just like drop everything and disengage and, and it's kind of cr- creates the kind of ghosting mentality. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Or we're not going to get into it too much, but how important is a sexual chemistry to you when it comes to dating? Incredibly important. It doesn't need, I'm not like, yeah. I'm not super, a super fast mover and mm. I'm, really care about like actual intimacy and right. like, sanctity mm-hmm. and something feeling like really real and, mm. and really exciting uh, because there has been, we like know each other and, right. and we're excited to get to know each other better, especially in that way. But at the same time, that was my first love language. Right. <laughs> well, so if that's your first language, if it is important to you, would it be, I don't know if turn off is the word, but would you kind of be done if someone gave that thing that's very intimate to you up too soon. So there's this funny thing where somebody's like, oh, I really like that person, so I'm not going to have sex with them. Right. Oh, but that person I just met on Saturday, I don't care about them, so I will have sex with them. Right. And that seems so backwards and insane to me. Mm-hmm. But, it, it, you know, there's some, I guess, element of truth to it. I think no. I, my ex-girlfriends... Within five minutes of meeting them, I was just like, mm. hi. Yeah. And it was never, and I'm not going to go too far into detail beyond right. that, but just that nothing ever stopped us right. in terms of doing things too early from, mm-hmm. from getting really serious. Mm-hmm. And I think guys that are like, I think people that are like that are immature. Right. Have you ever waited almost too long that you were like, you know what, it's pointless now? Like the energy is just like yeah. kind of dissipated. And- mm-hmm. Not with anybody I really liked. Mm-hmm. If someone wasn't having sex with you for a while, would you assume they didn't like you or would you think they liked you more? What's, how long did we say? Uh, like five dates. 
Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, it's right, it's on the edge there. Right. right. The That's why I feel like it's almost good because, like, guys are confused by it. And, like, we win when you're confused. I'm not sure you win when we're confused. Okay. I, I would I would disagree with that. Okay, no, please disagree. I think we you definitely want to you want guys to remain kind of interested and in thinking about you, right? And just wondering, like spending time, just kind of wondering, well, wondering, what wondering to. if not wondering she's if interested. They, no, I think wondering what she's doing and wondering whether or not but, she's thinking about why, you. Yeah, but why would you? We're not wondering whether or not she likes. Me. I don't want to wonder whether or not someone likes me. Yeah, I guess. That I guess that's, feel good. that's the Capricorn in you who needs the security. Don't we all? Who, who people don't want to people. Yeah, some people don't, and those people actually really struggle in relationships. So maybe just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> um, what is, what was the best, the last, like, best date that you went on, and why was it good? Hmm. It doesn't have to be something that turned into anything. I mean, this summer I went on, it was uh, pretty simple. We got, drink, went to Grand Banks, which is cool. that cool boat. Yeah. And then from there we went to Frenchette. Ooh, can you get me in? Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Great. We'll talk about it. Uh, which is, just to give them a plug, dope AF. Yeah, no, I've heard that. I want to take my girlfriend on a Saturday. I had the turbo, uh, the fish for two. Mm. It's like some of the best things sure, I've yeah. ever had in my life. And then the night ended really well, too. And it was just a really, there was just, the chemistry was fantastic. We got into Frenchette, as I mentioned. Right. Uh, <laughs> so... Kind of the whole night was Flexing. just... Flexing. <laughs> it was just wonderful. Yeah, that's great. I wonder why that didn't last, if it was such a great date. Do you think that sometimes if it's a really great at first, it could just burn out quickly? I think that totally can happen. Yeah. But I think ultimately uh, we just weren't super compatible. Mm. Interesting. How long would you say it takes for you to realize how compatible you are with someone? You know, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can know really quickly whether or not you if you're not competitive mm-hmm. you know pretty you're, someone's just the chemistry's not there or they're on their phone as i mentioned before right. that kind of thing um but then it's you know it's the more time you spend with somebody and you know first dates are always exciting interesting right. because you don't know anything about each other mm-hmm. and then you start spending more time together and you're like oh actually i want to continue learning about you and i want to share experiences with or you or the opposite or i don't want to mm-hmm. right which is happens often to mm-hmm. most of new york have you ever lived with a woman? I have. Mm-hmm. I was having a conversation recently um, about, you know, moving in with a partner. Do you think that it's very important to create a new space together as opposed to moving into one of yours? <laughs> so clearly I'm, I'm single. So my track record uh, with people moving into my apartment hasn't been perfect. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's it's like because of the apartment. I don't know. Do you feel like, and you don't have to get into specifics, but, you know, the reason I wouldn't want that is because I feel like I would resent them eventually for coming into my space. You would resent somebody for moving into your space? Yeah, a little bit. You wouldn't, you don't think they would resent you for potentially, like, living in and, like, having, especially if you had lived in that same space with one of your exes. Yeah, it's a mutual resentment, for sure. Well, resentment's not good. Yeah, exactly. So why not create a new space together so there's no resentment on either side? That sounds, that makes, when you say it like that, it makes right. a lot of sense. You can right. reinvent a space, though. Yeah. Some new yeah. artwork and But then stuff. you'll miss the old space, and then, bam, resentment. <laughs> I'm, I've historically been a pretty, actually, fast mover mm. in terms of, if I really like somebody, I want to see them a lot. What's the fastest you've said I love you? I don't know. Eight weeks? Okay. That's not horrible. Six, six to eight weeks. 
But, yeah. you know, that's when I, I, you're seeing somebody six days a week. Right. I can spend, you know, you can spend more time with somebody in a month than other couples yeah. spend together. So you don't think it's a red flag if you're moving quickly? I mean, I think there's, you can go too far and too quickly, but if I like somebody, I want to see them a lot. Mm-hmm. But not every day. Not every day. But not not every day. Most days. Okay. <laughs> so there are guys like you out there that do want to see you often, and that that's not necessarily a red flag. That's just a sign of interest. It's a, you're saying is it's not a red flag if somebody does want to see you often? Isn't that a good thing? A lot of women and men think that it's a big red flag if someone, you know, needs, like, wants to see you all the time at first because it's just, like, it's it's almost predicting, like, a burnout of them then wanting to see you less and you being like, but why do you want to see me all the time in the beginning, you know? Whereas, like, if there's a clear boundary, like, in your mind at least, not vocalized, like, yeah, I'll see them, like, three or four times a week, I, then yeah. it can be steady that every you I know? guess that what you're saying makes sense but I I, I feel that people get too kind of formulaic when right. they're trying to figure out like okay well I saw them on Tuesday and I'm seeing right. them Thursday so I'm gonna take not until Saturday and then I'll make plans for Sunday with my friends so like very like what I love and when I know things are going really good is when we spend Friday night together and just like don't stop hanging out on Saturday yeah and like that's that's great and like mm-hmm. that that's fun Totally. And when your people are, you're trying to kind of posture, I think there's any, too much of anything can be negative. Mm-hmm. And when you're somebody's super needy and they're like, so what are you up to today? What right. are you doing today? Right. What are you doing? Like that's, right. that can be bad, mm-hmm. but I don't think you have to make hard and fast rules. Yeah. And I think like if you have your own life, you have your own schedule, you don't, you're not formulaic because you're like, sorry, like I'm actually seeing my friend Thursday. Let's, let's hang out Friday. Right. You know, it's not like, oh, I can't see you Thursday. We hung out Wednesday. It's, I just have a life. Like, sorry. Totally. Or it's like, oh, I'm rolling burritos today. Yeah. But if you come at the end of the lunch rush, I'll roll you a burrito. <laughs> um, on that note, I would love to hear if you have, like, a piece of advice or just a quote or a poem. Literally anything that you follow in your life. It could be, like, the Dos Toros motto if you want. Hmm. We were talking a little bit earlier about the power of positive thinking. Right. And... I'm not a major, a big football fan, and I'm certainly not a big Patriots fan. Mm. But Tom Brady actually had a quote that uh, I read in the New York Times article. It's really simple. And he said, where the mind goes, the energy flows. Mm. And it's like that thing about positivity, not being negative, people that are downers, it's like right. focus on positive things, be a good person. Mm. And that's like, that's your reality. Awesome. I love that. So, Oliver, will you let people know where they can find you on Instagram if you're willing to accept some DMs <laughs> and um, how they can, you know, support Dos Toros? Oh, goodness. My Instagram is actually Guaca Flock of Flame. No. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's silly. And if you want to support Dos Toros, we just opened our 19th location down on State Street. Yes. Yes, which is... Uh, right by the Staten Island Ferry down there. It's a beautiful corner at the bottom of Manhattan. And we've got locations in Manhattan and Brooklyn and pop in and make sure you add guac. Add the guac, it's only- At Dos Toros is our Instagram. Oh, and at Dos Toros, <laughs> D-O-S-T-O-R-O-S. Cool, thank you so much. Thank you for hosting me. Yay, hope everyone has a good time. <laughs>